Hi, Gateway Church Dartford here. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We trust that what you hear will be a blessing and an encouragement to your journey. I want to talk to you about walking with God. Um, just really a few points. Um, this morning, this afternoon. Um, let's open our Bibles together. If you've got your Bible with you, I'm going to the book of Deuteronomy. We've got that on the screen if you haven't got your Bible. Chapter 8, verse 6. I love the word walking, and if you look into that word from just an English perspective, you would just read that as walking, but um, the Greek, the Hebrew, dives more into that word and help us discover that God wanted a relationship, He wanted time, He wanted fellowship he wanted to spend quality time with mankind so he started to use that word back in the book of Genesis he wanted to walk with Adam in the garden walking with Adam in the garden he wanted to spend time with Adam in the garden so this particular verse say this so you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in His ways. I want you to follow, uh, underline that word walking in His ways and by fearing Him. You can't fear the Lord. The other day we got a good question by Andy over there. You know, is it good to fear the Lord or is it bad to fear the Lord? <laughs> it's a good question. You know, the word fearing the Lord here is, is the word reverence. Reverence, fear. That doesn't mean fear as I'm frightened. It means reverence. I want to submit. I want to bow down. I want to revere God because He's God. He's the Creator. He's Lord of all. So here, He says, the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways walking in his ways there's many ways that they exist in the world but there is a few ways that we can learn and know to walk with God and God through his word helps us to find that define that and as you have been a Christian for a number of years you would know that Walking with God is not simple, is it? Is it simple? Is it easy? No, it's not easy. It's not simple because throughout this walk, we get challenges. Throughout this walk, we get trials, tribulations. Throughout this walk, we're sometimes trying to work out what is the right thing to do. And it's really hard. It's really difficult. But the Lord wants to remind us this morning, in particular the time of worship we've had this morning, that it is so vital to walk in His ways. 
We want to walk in the ways of the Lord. So I've picked a couple of scriptures. One is found in the Old Testament. One is found in the New Testament. And the New Testament in 1 Thessalonians 4.1 says this. Finally then, I love the way Paul says finally because he goes on a few chapters after that. You know, so if you hear me say finally, I am coming at the end of my talk. That means I've got another four hours to go. No, I'm joking. Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God just as you are doing that you do so more and more. In other words, let's continue to, continue to walk with God. I want to bring something to your remembrance today. Is your walk with God today the same? Is your walk with God today the same in comparison to the day you got born again? Let me ask this question again. Is your walk with God today the same when the day you got born again, in comparison? I remember the day I got born again. The heavens opens, the joy, the peace, for me was quite dramatic because I saw a video of me five years old, and I've told this story many times, so I won't bore you with it. But I had an encounter with God. Say encounter. This morning we had an encounter with God. An encounter of the presence of the Holy Spirit. And one thing that I found is this. Is God will encounter us in His way. He ain't going to do it our way. He ain't going to do it in somebody else's way. And I love the scriptures that says he doesn't share his glory to anybody. He will do what he does, when he does, and how he wants to do it. And I love that the fact that us, the church, has tried to dictate to God how to move and how to do things and how to work and how to touch people and how to function day in and day out. And I have good news for us today. We will not be able to dictate to God what He wants to do. God is God. And the best of man is still not God. The best of man is man. In his weak ways, in his fallible ways, in his weakness, he is still man. And yet God remains God. God will move when he wants to move. And he will want to walk his ways and apply his ways how he wants to do it. I love the scripture also that says that his ways are far above our own ways. And our thoughts, well, they're not even comparable. 
So I am thinking, my friends, that our thoughts and our ways need to align itself with the ways of God. There are things that we do in our lives that were things of our thoughts that come into our thoughts are not glorifying to God. Does that mean I'm a bad Christian? No. Does that mean that I'm not really how He wants me to be? Whether the fullness of Christ is in me? No. It means that I live in a fallen world. It means that I am just a human and I cannot be God. But He teaches me. He trained me. He instructs me. And He's telling me every day to walk in the ways of God. And we encounter all sorts of things. We encounter discouragement. We encounter pain. We encounter sorrows. We encounter grief. We encounter many things in life. But still, God's ways remains God's ways. God's ways this morning remains God's ways. I, I, as you know, I've just come back from Mauritius. Um, and I am reminded then, there, and then I'm reminded this morning here, that God will just be God and He will move where there is a group of people that is hungry for the Word and hungry for the presence of God, then He will move, then He will turn up. And all the time I travel and I see many churches, I've been to many churches and many places, and I see, you know, the lights and, and the smoke ain't going to do it. The strategies ain't going to do it. The good preaching and the eloquent teaching ain't going to do it. And you can have the best music and the best instruments and the best musicians. He ain't going to do it. He's looking for hearts that is hungry for Him and passionate for Him, for Him to move. And His ways are the same yesterday, today and forever. He's still looking for people that are hungry today like people that were hungry back then. It says Abraham walked with God. It says Noah walked with God. It says David walked with God. It says the disciple walked with him, though they be weak and they didn't understand and they didn't get everything right. What did they do? They walked with God. The apostle Paul walked with God. And this morning he's looking for a group of people. It don't matter if you got it all together. It don't matter if you understand everything. It don't matter that you're getting everything right all the time. But walk with God. Walk in the ways of God. Be hungry for the things of God. Then He will turn up. I am in the electrical business, as you know. Okay, no matter what you do, no matter how beautiful your installation is, no matter how good your sockets is wired, if there ain't power in it, it don't matter how good it looks, it don't matter how beautiful your cables are bent and go round in the fuses, 
It don't matter how you've labeled it properly. It don't matter. And sometimes we look so good on the outside. We tick all the boxes on the outside. He doesn't look on the outside. He's looking into the inside. He's interested in the inside. He wants a heart that is for him. I want to touch on three R's this morning just to remind us and refresh us what God is after. There's many things that we can we can quote this morning, but I've just picked these three things to help us. Walking with God is relational, number one. God is looking for a relationship. Okay? God doesn't look how great you sing, Tone. He's not looking how fantastic we dress. He's not looking at our abilities. He's looking for a relationship. That's what he's after. He wants time with us. He wants to spend time with us. He wants to dwell with us. He wants to talk to us just like you talk to somebody you are in relationship with. That's how God wants to do it. He wants fellowship with you. He wants time with you. In this day and age, have you noticed that we struggle to find time? We struggle to find time. And yet I say this morning that we always find time for the things that we want to do. Is that just me? We find time for the things we want to do. No, we need to do and follow the ways of God. The ways of God is relationship. He's being relational. And put our relationship, God first. Okay? Can I say, stop making excuses of your family instead of your relationship with God. Nowadays, I hear it. I hear it all the time. Oh, well, I've got to put my family first. No, you've got to put God first. You've got to put God first. God is number one. If you don't put God first, you lose everything. And yes, we can lose our family. Unless we can lose everything. The relationship we have with God is number one and needs to stay number one. I love how Deuteronomy shaped this. And if you read through Deuteronomy, the, 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 the chapters in Deuteronomy, it, it, it shapes and it's full with relationship with God. You know why? Because Moses had a closeness relationship with God. And he says this in 5.33, You shall walk in all the way that the Lord your God has commanded you that you may live and that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land and you shall possess. Number two, 
Walking with God brings restoration. Say restoration. Now restoration, I am a fan of crafts restoration. I really am. Antique stuff that is restored. All cars that are restored. The amount of engineering and thought that goes into it. When the finished product is looked at it again, you will not believe that it is what it is or what it was. Restoration, that God will restore us. God will restore us beyond what the enemy has taken, has stolen. That God will restore way and beyond. And his word says this in Psalm 23, 1 and 3. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. And says this. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. God is a God of restoration this morning. God is a God of restoration this morning. Whatever the past Whatever that maybe has said over you, over your life, over your family, over your ministry, God is a God that restores. Can I get an amen? God is a God that restores people of God. He restores you to the fullness. And He wants to bless you. Hey, people say, Chris, I can't do this. Because such and such person said I couldn't do it. I can't do that. I can't be in this ministry because I was criticized years ago for it. Why do we give people that much power over us? Who has the right to say that you can't? Who has the right to say that you can't do it? Oh, particularly if the Lord says you can do it. You can do it. You will do it. God will restore this morning what the locust has stolen what the locust has taken away can i just say this that it's not too late can i say that you're not too old that god is still able that he's still capable that god will restore if you believe there is only one person okay there is only one person that will stop this from happening And the people of God say, the devil. No, he ain't the devil. You, me. The devil don't have any power unless we give him power. 
The devil doesn't have any authority unless we give him authority. All authority has been given to Jesus. All authority has been given to Jesus. The authority this morning to restore you. The good thing I like about restoration is the fact that the value is still there. Though ragged, though broken, though old, though a bit shabby, shabby chic is in vogue now, though all this, the worth is still there. It's still underneath all of that. The value is still there. Maybe you feel broken. Maybe you feel shattered. Maybe you feel that words has been spoken in you, over you. But let me tell you something. The value is still there. And if you take a note, a five pound note, a ten note, and you squash it, okay, you put it in your wallet, you walk over it, okay, you stood on it, you wash it, because you can wash notes now. It's plastic, isn't it? You can wash it now. Put it in the washing machine. You can do all of that. Does it lose its value? Does it lose its value? It doesn't lose its value. You don't lose your value in Christ. What He's done for you, you don't lose the value. You are a child of God. Restoration. The third one is, walking with God brings renewal. Renewal. You are renewed. Renewed. We need to be renewed. We can't survive as believers without renewal. Renewal. I want you to listen to this because this is key. Renewal, it's what keeps me away from religion. Let me say that again. Renewal, it's what keeps us away from religion. Religion is waiting to happen every single day of our lives. Did you know that? Because we're people of default. We are people of default. We always draw to what's comfortable. You always draw for what you know. How many of you have been shopping the same shop in the last 15 years? Yes, no. Statistics shows more than 95% of people shops in the same shop for the rest of their lives if they haven't moved. Why is that? 
Do you get upset when they move stuff in the supermarkets and you go and pick it up and you think, why have they moved it again? I thought that always happened. only happened to me. This is pasta section. What's chicken doing here? A creature of habits. Any of you like eBay? Do you like to buy on eBay? If you bought on eBay, if you bought, and statistics shows as well, if you bought something over the internet, maybe once, twice, three times, and nothing has gone wrong, you'll buy it for a lifetime. You'll keep going to it. It's true. So we creatures have habits. So Moses, and you've probably heard me say this before, but it's so true. Moses led the people of e- out of Egypt, and they come by the mountain, and, and, and Moses needed to go to the mountain to be with God. And he leaves Aaron in charge and off he goes. What did the people of Israel do? They did a bit party, didn't they? What did they do? They made a golden calf. Where did they learn the golden calf from? Egypt. Creature of habits. Were they bad people? Not necessarily. If we're not renewed, we fall back into religion. We fall back into default. We fall back into the things that we are used to. It is a problem for us, the Church of Jesus Christ. Because people would rather go back to default than going forward for the unknown. And yet the unknown takes courage. The unknown moves forward, there's life. But the unknown, there's also trust. We've got to trust. We've got to let go. We can't always see where we're going. But in that is found renewal. Renewal is always forward. It's never backwards. Just a recap of the three R's. Walking with God is relational. Seeking for a relationship with you and me, and that relationship will never end. Walking with God brings restoration. Restores what everything you've lost everything that's been stolen.
Walking with God this morning brings a sense of renewal. We are renewed as we walk forward. We are renewed as we move forward. We are renewed and changed. What the scripture says, Be ye transformed by the, by the renewing, renewal of our mind. Renewal is dealing with defaults. That's all it is. Changing mindset. Addressing what we are used to. Because ahead is better. Though we don't know it, though we have to trust, it's ahead. Let's stand together. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, your God. You do what you want, when you want, how you want. But in your mercy and in your grace, you embraced us with your presence. And Moses would say, if your presence don't go before us, we're not going. Lord, we echo that this morning. We thank you for your word. Lord, I pray that it's not going to be just another word. I pray that we will be stirred, we will be led, we will be challenged. But not just hearers of the word, but doers. Help us to be changed and be transformed. And allow your word to work in us and through us. In the name of Jesus. Oh, no.